Hey, beautiful humans. Thank you for tuning into the Love and Life podcast, the podcast where we talk about how to live and love authentically, whatever that might look like to you. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cunningham. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Ah, how's everybody doing? Okay, so first of all, this episode is about sex. So if you're wondering what this episode is about, that's what it's about. And now, let's take a big deep breath. Big deep breath in through your nose. Out through your mouth. So it was really surprising to me to learn that uh, sex is actually not the most taboo topic to talk about. It's actually second to money, money and finances. Those are the most, that's, that's the most taboo topic to talk about that people get weird with up in arms with, you know, but I don't know how they measured that, but I see how weird and up in arms (laughs) people get over sex. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess people get even more so with money. Um, but yeah, I would, I would have guessed sex. Like if somebody would have asked me that question, like, what do you think the most taboo topic is? I would have been like sex. Um, but that's also because, you know, this is my area of expertise. This is what I talk to people with on a regular basis. And so this is, you know, up close and personal to me. So I really see, how how weird people get about it, how um, ashamed people get about it. And this is not to put anybody down because I've been weird about sex. I've been ashamed about sex before. Um, so this is not not to knock anybody's experience at all. Um, and uh, but I, I but I've just seen like all of the ways that people get um, about sex and especially being someone who uh, puts uh, content, on the internet, <laughs> um, people get <laughs> people get angry. People get there. I have just there. There are so many myths and misconceptions about sex, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Except for how I wanted to uh, how I want to talk about this is is I want to. Uh, go into how you think about sex. And so I'm going to lead you through some some questions, some thought experiments uh, that I lead my clients through because I think that it is not necessarily, I think, I know, <laughs> I know that it is more helpful to start with you and to start with how you feel and any weirdness, shame, guilt, um, bad feelings in general that might be locked away in there in your body, um, whether that be trauma, uh, whether that be just beliefs that you were told since you were a kid, uh, or misinformation that you've been given as a teenager, which most of us were if you were in the American public school system. Um, and also just things that you picked up as you became a more sexually active person, you know, most of the time, uh, we're just kind of trying to figure it out as best we can, you know, we're not being 
taught or led in a very constructive way. At least I've really, I've never met anyone who has been taught about sex in a constructive way, except for the people who are in the field that I work in, where we have gone out of our way <laughs> to be taught about sex in a constructive way so that we can then, you know, impart that knowledge onto other people and help other people with that. Um, so the first, first, um, question that I ask is, what is sex? Really? What is sex? And if you ask this question to enough people like I have, you will get a different answer every single time. Sure, there are some answers that are like very similar that you, maybe we could just put in the same category. Um, but you get a different answer actually every single time. What is sex? And, you know, sometimes that can depend on someone's um, gender or someone's sexual experience that they've had. It can depend on people's sexual orientation. Um, definitely queer people have a different definition of sex than straight people do. That is, that is almost, you know, conclusive as far as I'm concerned. Um, and, uh, but so really like, what is sex to you? When someone says, I love sex or I had sex yesterday um, or my partner and I have sex three times a week, or when you, you know, what are they talking about? What do they mean by that? What do you mean by that when you say that to people or think that in your head? And I want to broaden our definition of sex because oftentimes what people think of is um, just like penetrative sex. And that's definitely more if, if you are uh, straight, then uh, um, that's probably more along the lines of the answer that you might have thought in your head um, is that sex has something to do with penetration. Um, but like, I want to expand that out because sex doesn't, I've had amazing sex without penetration. And so I want to expand and broaden the ways in which we even define what sex is. And I, I, I have a, a general definition, and this is not like the, you know, the be all definition of, of sex. This is just for the context of coaching and the work that I do with my clients. Um, sex means whatever sex means to the adults who are consenting to have sex and that they all say that, yeah, this is sex. And so it, so in that, then it would make sense that we all have different definitions of sex, but it's important to know that you do have a different definition of sex than your partner probably. Um, and since most of my listeners are polyamorous, it's absolutely important to know what your definition of sex is um, within your relationship because a lot of the times we have different agreements around sex and what that can look like between um, people in the in the polycule. And then we get into conversations about you know, who you're having safe sex with and what do those barriers really look like? 
and uh, who's exchanging fluids with who. And so getting really clear on what you and your partner or partners define as sex can be really crucial and key to the health of your relationship. And definitely, especially in, in non-monogamy, I'm going to broaden it out um, to non-monogamy for that. Um, because you, you are, you're, you're probably engaging in sex with more than just, uh, one person. Um, and so, so that's, that's kind of where I start with clients. You know, what is your definition of sex? Um, like go have that conversation with your partner or partners, if that is applicable, And then um, if necessary or if applicable in your relationships, you know, create agreements around what you have agreed upon that sex is. And like knowing that that can change over time, because as we explore our eroticism and as we explore who we are as sexual human beings, that definition might shift and change and grow with who you are and, you know, with your relationship. And I know that I've had relationships in the past where like the fact that that part of our relationship could shift and change depending on who we were dating or who we were with was really threatening Um, for at at least one uh, person who was involved uh, in in that relationship dynamic at the time. And so then there's that, like, what is threatening to you about, uh, you know, that that sex can change and the definition of it can change and that it can move and be malleable over time and like with the different experiences that you have with people. And so there's really inside of this, just this one little word, uh, there is such a huge world. And the other thing that I want um, to address in this conversation is that since sex is a taboo topic, even if you are someone who is like, oh yeah, like sex, I've got that in the bag, no worries, I'm chill with it, da 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 da. I want want you to try on this coaching technique, okay? I want you to consider, just just try on, like we're, you know, we're at, we're at a a clothing store and I'm, I'm giving you different shirts to try on, okay? So just try on that there are parts of you that may have problems around sex. And those problems might look like shame. They might look like feeling timid. They might look like getting angry or possessive or jealous. They might look like past parts of you that have been traumatized in some way. Some of the ways that Um, I like, you know, there's the more obvious ways where, uh, someone has been assaulted in the past. Um, but there's also ways in which, um, maybe sex was really shameful growing up and then maybe you got caught masturbating and you got shamed for masturbating as a 13 year old or something like that. And so, 
even though that wasn't because I think that sometimes we have the we have the propensity to um, devalue maybe some of the trauma that has happened in our life because it wasn't um, some big, huge event, you know, that was um, just like life altering. Like some some of our trauma looks like just those little moments where you have a thought like, I love masturbating. And then your best friend is like, people who masturbate are disgusting. And now you have this piece of you that lives inside of you that's like, oh, people who I love think I'm disgusting or whatever you made up about it in that moment. That's just an example. And so I want you to just try on that you have something around sex that either doesn't work uh, or doesn't work as well as you would like it to. And so in this sort of thought experiment here, just looking at, you know, what that might be. And I don't, you know, if, if you know what this is for you and this is not the time for you to go into this right now, feel free to close down this episode <laughs> that, it, you know, you, that this is, you know, you have the free will to, to not think about that right now. Um, and I don't want anybody to like, you know, um, go into a deep, dark hole here. So if you know that that's you, um, you know, turn off this episode, uh, contact uh, someone who can actually, if you have a therapist or if you have a coach, or if you even want to just reach out to me personally, um, you know, please, please do that. Um, so just make sure that you're being responsible for your own mental and emotional well-being, okay, as we're having this conversation. Um, and so, so in just trying on that, like, there's something about sex that's just like off for you. And then just taking the case that like, getting curious about it, like, huh, like, what is that for me? What is it? And maybe it's not for you specifically. Maybe it is that you are in a non-monogamous relationship, you're um, maybe you're a swinger or maybe you're polyamorous or something where you have you you either have multiple partners or your partner has multiple partners and uh, and maybe it's something around uh, like your partner having multiple partners or sometimes what happens is that people get really weird with different genders of different partners like i'm okay with um my partner uh being with men but i'm not okay with my partner being with women or vice versa or i'm or maybe there's some internalized transphobia in there it's like oh i'm not okay with my partner being with a trans or non-binary person so that would be something that could bubble up to the surface that then you could work through and so the point really of this um, exercise and just trying on that, like, there's something around sex that just like doesn't sit well for me. And like, I, you know, might need to talk about or get curious about um, is, uh, is, is, you know, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm proposing, what I'm asking you to do. Um, so in doing, in just sitting with that and kind of doing this exercise, uh, write it down write down 
what doesn't work for you and be really honest with yourself. Like really allow yourself. That's why I really like the phrasing. Excuse me. That's why I really like the phrasing of the question, you know, just try it on because it's a really great way to just consider, just to look and then get really honest with yourself about that. Like, do I have, you know, internalized homophobia? Do I have internalized transphobia? Do do I have internalized um, sexism and misogyny uh, because I feel like I want to control what my female partner does and doesn't do with other people? Um, Are there things within myself where it's like, I feel really safe alone in doing these specific, you know, intimate sexual things. But when someone else is there, all of a sudden, I don't feel safe anymore. Or it's less it there's there's a uh, maybe it's something about like performance, like now I'm in my head or now there's an expectation of the other person. I know that that was one for me is that I had I had a great time by myself. (laughs) I'm like getting crazy by myself. Um, But as soon as there was an other person there, I felt this expectation to to be a certain way to sound a certain way to react to their touch a certain way i wanted to make sure i was trying to make them comfortable with how i was being rather than just allowing myself to fully be and experience the pleasure that my partner was trying to provide for me Um, and, and then since I was trying to be more performative about it, then I had a really hard time communicating about it too, because I found myself not really knowing what I wanted because I was trying to make my pleasure, um, and, and them trying to give me pleasure about their experience rather than about my experience. And so, and that was like inside of this conversation of, you know, I can't be selfish. Like I, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be in the way. I don't want to be a disappointment. Um, all of those stories crept into my intimate life. And that was something that I had to, um, work through, uh, just, just for myself and, and not to say that they don't crop up anymore. Sometimes they do, but now I have the tools to be able to, to talk it through with my partner or to work through that on my own or to bring it to my therapist or my coach. Um, so that way I can <laughs> have as much pleasure as I want to. Uh, because really the purpose of doing these thought experiments and delving into these topics a little bit further and getting more nuanced about it um, is really so that you can have more pleasure. And I think what stops us, what I see um, stops people from having more pleasure is because this is a taboo topic, we're not taught how to talk about it. And so then we get we get weird, we get defensive, we get awkward, um, we get embarrassed, we get shy, we feel ashamed, we feel guilty, um, whatever, we get sad. Um, so all of these things that can pop up when we try to, you know, 
uh, either communicate something or we want to do something, but we're not sure how to bring it up. Or maybe um, you've brought it up in the past and it hasn't been well received and now you don't know what to do with that. Um, so all of these things can come up during sex. And I want you to, uh, my, main, my main point in sharing all of this with you is to stir the pot a little bit, which is why I said earlier, you know, if this isn't a topic that you're comfortable diving into right now, um, you know, that is your, uh, that's you, you, you get to make that call, you know, you get to make that call in your life. If this is something that you're ready to dive into, maybe if you have had something really traumatic happen in the past, um, maybe, you know, you need to take a little bit more baby steps, um, but I am just inviting, I'm inviting you to take on these um, thought experiments and then share them, share them with your partner or partners and don't have it be all pretty, you know, don't have like, you know, don't have to, you don't have to have these conversations like all tied up in a nice little bow. Like you really can just say like, hey, I'm starting to notice that when you start talking about sex, I can feel my body start to get like almost like defensive or like shut down a little bit. Um, and maybe you do know what that's about, or maybe you don't know what that's about. But it, even if you don't know what that's about, like just saying that, like I can feel that in my body and I don't, I don't really know what that's about. Or I can feel that in my body and I think it's because one point I brought up this thing that I wanted and you didn't want it. And so I felt really ashamed about that. And it's been really, it's been harder to connect with you. It's been harder to be intimate with you because I kind of feel judged by you. Um, is that true? Like, can it, can, is that just a story in my head? Am I just hallucinating here? Um, or, or are, or, do you, do you feel like that you were judging me in that moment and like really being bold and having those conversations? Um, anyway. Okay. So, um, uh, I'm going to stop there. And, uh, if you want to have further conversations about this and you feel like having conversations with a coach would be helpful and you feel like that coach could be me, please reach out to me. Um, my email is love at elizabethannecunningham.com. Um, there's also ways to reach out to me in the show notes as well. Uh, and if you are listening to this uh, episode before June 15th, 2023, uh, I am hosting a whole day, all day event on June 14th, 2023 all about polyamory and sex. And so I will be uh, interviewing 12 different people about uh, different uh, types of sex, about how to have conversations around it, about terminology in polyamory and sex, breaking down terminology, um, talking about uh, shame, talking about play parties, just a whole, whole gamut of topics. Um, so I'm also going to put that in the show notes as well. So uh, registration is free. 
And uh, if you are not able to make it, or if you just want to keep these, uh, keep keep those conversations, keep all of that knowledge in perpetuity, uh, it is $47. And so I'll also put the uh, link for that in the show notes as well. Okay, I love all of you so much, so much. I'm just sitting here on my living room floor. My cat has been wanting me to pet her. (laughs) But she's been sitting too far away, so I couldn't pet her while I was talking to you. So I'm going to go do that. (laughs) Uh, All right. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Keep loving. Thank you so much for joining me today. What are your takeaways? What is an action that you're going to take that will have this make a difference in your life? However small, take that action. Don't let this just be a good idea. Make that 1% shift in your life today to live more freely and authentically. If you'd like to learn more about my coaching, my classes, or the events that I host, check out my website at www.elizabethannecunningham.com. Until next time, keep loving.